0: your parents know that you listen to the evil rock
1: music. You're an American teenager, for God's
0: sake. Welcome to Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. I'm Melissa Olson. Episode 118, We Can't All Be Pink Ladies. Today, we'll discuss the soundtrack of Season 1, Episode 18, The Third Lorelai. We'll talk about the musical references in this episode and learn a bit more about Lorelai's musical preferences. We'll finish up with the weekly segment, Spinning in Stars Hollow, where I offer recommendations based on what we heard on today's episode of Gilmore Girls. So grab some red vines, it's time for Gilmore Girls soundtrack. Next up, we have a great reference to Madonna at Friday night dinner, Lorelai is being her normal self, making jokes and inferences left and right, including an implication that her grandmother is God.
1: I still can't get over that I'm related to God. It's going to make getting Madonna tickets so much easier.
0: Madonna tickets are notoriously difficult to acquire, which makes sense since she's known as the queen of pop. This song, Music, is Madonna's most recent Billboard Hot 100 hit, which spent four weeks at the top of the chart in late 2000, just before this episode aired. The single comes from an album by the same name. The record was a huge commercial success, debuting at number one in over 23 countries around the world and selling 4 million copies in its first 10 days. In the United States, Music debuted as number one on the Billboard 200 chart with first week sales of 420,000 units, making it her first album to top the chart in more than a decade, the previous album being Like a Prayer in 1989. Music was certified triple platinum for three million units shipped in the United States and has sold over 15 million copies worldwide, becoming one of the best-selling albums during the current century. Like many of Lorelai's tastes, her interests in Madonna probably began in her high school years, before and around the time Rory was born. Since she says getting tickets will be easier, it makes me wonder how many times she has already seen Madonna, and who might have attended those concerts with her? Christopher? Suki? Maybe even Babette? Next we have a reference to the popular 1978 musical. Greece. This is so amazing. I mean, you are so far from Tristan's type. So, so far.
1: Tristan usually likes his girls bad. Looks like we're going to have to do a pink lady's makeover on you. Turn you from a sweet Sandy into a slutty Sandy, dancing at the school fair in high heels, black spandex, and permed hair. <laughs> I can't believe it. Danny Zuko turned jock? That's what I did. Are you doing? deserting us? Well, you guys can't follow leader all your lives, can you? Oh, come on, guys. You know you mean a lot to me. It's just that Sandy does too, and I, I'm going to do anything I can to get her.
0: comes from the closing sequence of the musical film Grease. Sandy and Danny fall in love over the summer, but Danny is surprised when the Australian girl he fell for on the break shows up for the first day of high school. Sandy is sweet and wholesome, while Danny is a tough guy greaser, making the pair seem poorly matched. The film stars John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, who sing this duet. The Pink Ladies, a popular clique of girls, helped Sandy turn into the bad girl version of herself before this scene. But Danny had been ready to show Sandy he could be a good guy too. was successful both critically and according to box office sales. Its soundtrack finished 1978 as the second best-selling album of the year in the United States, just behind the soundtrack of Saturday Night Fever, another John Travolta film. This is one time I wish Gilmore Girls would break from its standard format, because I would love to see Madeline and Louise dressed up as pink ladies and Paris as her sassy sandy alter ego. Next up, we hear the town troubadour singing a song from his former band, Grantley Buffalo. Here's It's the Life.
1: If you
0: you happen to be a fan of Grantley Buffalo during their peak of popularity in the early to mid-90s. Or anytime really, I suppose. It's fun to get to see Grantly Phillips play clips of these songs in a new way on the show. Usually we only hear a line or two, but when it's just him and his guitar, it has such a different feel than the recording we hear with the full band.
1: In your breast pocket and so you long to reach in and stop. And then your heart it will be broken, and every sour word that you have spoken about everybody else will return to act upon yourself.
0: Next up, we hear another reference to Hollywood's take on musical theatre. This time it's money from 1972's Cabaret.
1: Hi, for that much money, you wake her up. You hire singing telegrams, women jamada cakes. People dress up like bankers and dance around with those toasters. <laughs> well, she's working her butt off all week on this Chilton paper, so I let her sleep and I'll tell her tonight. Call her now. Oh, or pager. Or pager, never call my cell phone, and we can sing the money song from Cabaret. You can be Liza, I'll be Joel. I don't know. Hey, I'm Joel. Money makes the world go around. The world go around. The world go around. The world go around.
0: Money. The film version of Cabaret is loosely based on the 1966 Broadway musical of the same name and stars leading lady Liza Minnelli, who performs this number with Joel Grey. Only a few songs from the stage score were used for the film. The original musical writers, Candor and Ebb, wrote new numbers to replace those that were discarded. In the traditional manner of musical theater, every significant character in the stage version sings to express his or her own emotion and to advance the plot. However, in the film version, the musical numbers are almost entirely diegetic, taking place inside the club, with only one song not sung by either the MC or Liza Minnelli's character, Sally. It should be pretty obvious why Lorelai would choose to sing this song to Rory over the phone after discovering that her gran intended to set up a trust fund for Rory that would cover all the costs of Chilton, and then some. Good call, Suki. I think Lorelai should have gone for it. The last music reference in this episode comes in the form of a popular cranberry song from 1994. Zombie,
1: Lorelai, this is Rory we're talking about. I know. She's like the most unmaterialistic in the world. No, it's not about what she would buy. I don't care if she buys a house or a boat or the elephant man's bones. It's just that, you know, it's about the freedom. I mean, if I had access to all that money as a kid, I would have left the house so fast. Faster than 17? No, I mean, God, I know this is crazy. My mother's voice stuck in my head. It's like that annoying Cranberry song. I hate that I let her do this. I hate that I let her get to me. Well, then don't let her.
0: Fair warning. If you don't want to let me get a song stuck in your head, turn the volume down now. Zombie is a protest song by Irish band The Cranberries. It was released in September 1994 as the lead single from their second studio album No Need to Argue. The song reached number 1 on the charts in Australia, Belgium, France, Denmark, and Germany, and also charted to number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100 here in the United States. Zombie was written during the Cranberries' English tour in 1993 in memory of two boys, Jonathan Ball and Tim Perry who were killed in a bombing in Warrington, Cheshire, England, on March 20th, 1993, that was carried out by the Provincial Irish Republican Army, also known as the IRA. While this is only one of two songs by the Cranberries that Lorelai could be referencing here, I hope for her sake that she doesn't find a protest song inspired by a tragic event annoying. Thinking about it now, she may have meant 1993's Linger. That's a whole other history lesson. Either way, the refrains of both these songs are excellent examples of something we learned about in the last episode, earworms. If Lorelai meant zombie, maybe she didn't realize what the song was about. Perhaps she was just referring to the way the chorus gets stuck in your head. In this case, literally. She didn't want to be singing the line, in your head, in your head, zombie, zombie, etc., etc., ad nauseum. She didn't want that almost as much as she didn't want Emily's voice in her head. Of course, I suppose the refrain from Linger also has some pretty strong earworm potential.
1: You know I'm such a-
0: It's time for Spinning in Stars Hollow, where I'll give you some recommendations for songs you might enjoy based on music we've heard in this episode of Gilmore Girls. You can find these songs on the Spinning in Stars Hollow playlist in the show notes for each episode at *GilmoreGirlsSoundtrack*.com. This week, all of my suggestions are for fans of the town troubadour's singer-songwriter aesthetic. It feels appropriate with the change in the seasons, with the crisp air of the evening. If you aren't lucky enough to have your own town troubadour where you live, just listen to these songs while you walk around town and use your imagination. First up, here's my favorite chords from The Weaker Thans. Streets
1: again They're building a new hotel The mayor's out killing kids keep taxes down and me and my anger sit folding the paper bird. letting the curtains turn to beating wings the
0: weaker thens are an indie rock band from winnipeg manitoba canada The band was started as a vehicle for a more melodic and introspective brand of songwriting than the collective members' previous projects, which included punk and heavy metal bands.
1: And a photo of you When you get off work tonight Meet me at the construction site And we'll write some notes to tape To the heavy machines Like we hope they treat
0: This song, My Favorite Chords, comes from the 2000 album Left and Leaving, which Canadian online music magazine Chart ranked in 6th place of the top 50 Canadian albums of all time, according to a poll of their readers.
1: And bring your Swiss Army knife And a bottle of something I'll bring some spray paint And a new deck of cards Hey, I found the
0: same Next up, we have a female singer-songwriter, Sharon Van Etten with Give Out. In New Jersey, Sharon Van Etten self released CDs until her debut album came out in May of 2009. This song, Give Out, comes from Van Etten's third studio album released in 2012, Tramp. The album was produced by Aaron Dessner in his home studio in Brooklyn, New York, whose band, The National, we heard as a Spinning in Stars Hollow recommendation in episode 104. As confidence is
1: speaking,
0: a score of 81 out of 100 on Metacritic, a website founded in 1999 that aggregates reviews and retrieves numerical scores to find an average, more generalized rating. The website does this for not only music, but also video games, films, and television programs. 81 on Metacritic translates to universal acclaim, which is impressive considering Sharon Van Etten's relative obscurity just three years prior. The album debuted at number 75 on the Billboard 200.
1: Oh, it might be I I'm my
0: the last suggestion this week comes to us from Seattle based Grand Hallway. Here's Winter Creatures. is a chamber pop band led by singer and multi-instrumentalist Tomo Nakayama. The songwriting began simply with Nakayama turning to the piano as his main instrument, working on songs inspired by Nina Simone, John Lennon, and Neil Young. After playing several solo gigs, Tomo recruited local musicians he knew to join him, forming the early lineup of Grand Hallway. Though Tomo Nakayama has started producing solo music and playing shows promoting that work, it appears that Grand Hallway is still an active project, even if the output has slowed in more recent years. I'm Melissa Olson. Thank you for joining me this week for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. To see the detailed show notes, find the playlists for the complete Gilmore Girls soundtrack and Spinning in Stars Hollow please visit GilmoreGirlsSoundtrack.com. This podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you are in the Northern Ohio area, be sure to check out the Gilmore Girls Soundtrack Facebook page for details about the first Gilmore Girls Soundtrack Trivia Night, coming up on Friday, October 21st. Until next week, don't be afraid to crack a few jokes. We're still
1: in your teens, wild hair flying everywhere. I see you've taken care of that. Uh, Yes, I joined a support group, bought a hairbrush, and uh, just taking it one day at a time. That was a joke. Yes, it is. Very good.